mean, some some project or sometimes you know definitely stressful. But yeah. good thing is I'm do I have been doing something I love to do. So I think it always comes with something you don't like, and then I gonna just <laughs> ask my uh, tell myself, you know, don't give up, you know, work hard, you know. Uh, and it's always like achievement, like big murals, you know, after yeah. you finish it. That's really good feeling, you know, such a achievements and then kind of, you know, step back and then sip beer or coffee and then take a look at it, you know. Hey, Airlanders, and welcome to episode 191 of the Camino Voice. Today I speak with a mural artist, the owner of Tireman Studios, who has done work with the Sounders, the Kraken, and Starbucks. Please welcome Shogo Oda. Hi, I'm Brandon Erickson, and you're listening to the Kameno Voice Podcast, where I interview local business owners, comedians, singers, and more. I dive into their backstory to find out how they got where they are, what are some of the tips for you to do the same, and find out where they are going. Tune in every week as I interview more of the people you see every day. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice, where we release a new episode every Tuesday. And I am so excited for this episode. But before we get into all of that, um, we had our first annual Camino Cider Fest this last weekend. It was Labor Day weekend. Uh, and man, we had quite the turnout. So many people coming through. Um, it was a ticketed event, which we've never really done like this before. Um, so we sold uh, 200 tickets pre-sale, and then we sold about 110 or so tickets at the door. Um, and, you know, the cideries said they really had a good time. Talked to a lot of different people who are big cider fans who found new cideries they'd never tried before, which was really exciting. And, um, yeah, just had a great turnout. Um, had a great time. Uh, the South End String Band did an excellent job, and uh, it was fun to have him, them here, all four of them. Or four of them. I don't know how many normally play typically in their band, but uh, they did a great job. Um, and we had High on Tacos, so shout out to Brian. And that's episode, like, that's in the 100, uh, like, before we even hit 100 episodes. That was a long time ago. Um, so huge shout out to Brian for coming out with High on Tacos. Uh, and, um, yeah, had a great time. Super cool event. Um, next year, we're hoping to make it even bigger and better. So be sure to look out for those tickets. We actually sold out of the pre-sale tickets last year, so uh, it was pretty, yeah, it was a pretty epic event, I would say. Um, fun, fun to be a part of. And a huge, huge shout-out to Emily, who was the um, one who decided about this event, who wanted to do it. Um, she asked, like, can we do this? And we started planning. She started planning last year, and we were like, you know, two, two months isn't enough to, to get this thing going, so let's do it this year. Um, and you know, so early on this year, she's like, okay, everybody, we got to get this going if we're going to do it. And, um, you know, as we were building towards this event, there were times where it didn't look like it would necessarily happen. Um, you know, we were like, oh, well, we have to get a whole new organization put together. We have to get a, a liquor license for events. We have to, um, you know, get some sponsorships cause it's actually going to cost a lot more money than any other event we've ever done. We've got to start gathering these other cideries and vendors that we've never worked with before. Um, but man, Emily stepped up to the plate. She did a great job. So huge shout out to her uh, on a successful event and all that she did. So, um, all right. Well, I'm going to jump into this episode now. So this episode I've been looking forward to for a long time. And if you don't know him, um, you soon will because he is showing up everywhere, uh, both Large scale and small scale, uh, local here in the Camino and Stanwood community. Um, he actually has done, so Shogo Oda um, has done the artwork for the uh, MAC, which is the Mobile Art Center, I think that's what it's called, for SCAC, which is the Stanwood Camino Arts Advocacy Commission, I can speak. Um, but uh, recently, he completed the mural in the front of the marketplace. Um, so I'm a huge fan of that, and, and we're hoping to get uh, more things there as well. He also did the work inside of Primal, uh, the, the big wall that has Primal hidden behind it. Um, 
And he's done work for Tapped it in some of their other locations as well. So he's showing up everywhere. He's doing all sorts of work all over the place. And he does such a great job. He, uh, his style is, uh, to me, it's very unique. It's kind of a blend of Asian um, and um, even like indigenous to some degree. Um, so if you've seen like indigenous artwork, it's kind of a fusion to me of like indigenous and, and Asian, but, um, he also has a lot of other styles he's paint, he does like paints in and, and creates. So, um, very wide spanning. Um, in fact, one of his nicknames is like the, the artistic, uh, chameleon or, um, uh, something along those lines. So anyways, um, and what's funny is his wife actually reached out to me pretty soon after I started this podcast and I was looking forward to it. And, uh, I, I was like, yeah, I'll definitely get him on the podcast. And then, you know, I was in, I was still interviewing the people I knew, um, to get more comfortable with podcasting. And then I looked at his account, you know, I don't know, six months, a year later, and he had worked with companies like Starbucks, uh, Red Hook down in Seattle. He'd done all these really big projects. I'm like, oh man, there's no way I'm going to get him on the podcast now. Um, so I was so excited when uh, he, you know, I was able to work with him on the mural here on the marketplace. And I was like, so I still want to have you on the podcast. And he's like, absolutely. So um, I'm so excited for this episode. Um, it's been a long time coming, but we finally made it. Uh, so without further ado, here's my conversation with Shogo Oda. Hey, Islanders, and welcome to another episode of the Camino Voice. Today, I'm here with a local mural artist, uh, owner of Tireman Studio, and has done work with the Sounders, the Kraken, and Starbucks, and many more. Welcome to the podcast, Shogo Ota. Hello. Hey. So, before we get started, tell us a little bit about Shogo. About me? Okay. Well, uh, my name is Shogo Ota. I'm an artist, designer, creator, whatever you call me. Um, I am originally from Japan and live in Kameno Island. He used to live in Seattle, battered West Seattle um, area. But uh, okay. now I'm in Kameno Island with my wife and three kids and dog. Yeah, local, awesome. local artist, yeah. Very cool. Um, so did you grow up in Japan? I did, till I was 18. Okay, yep. nice. What, is, what was growing up, uh, what, I guess first of all, what part of Japan did you grow up in? Oh, I grew up in Gifu, Japan. It's like uh, in main island, Honshu Island, uh, right in the middle. Like if you point Japan right in the middle, that's uh, my hometown. Gifu. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, how big is that town? Oh, that's a good question. I always forget how, how many <laughs> populations. Well, are not in, exact population, but like is it a bigger it, town it's, or smaller? It's kind of like uh, here, a uh, small town. I'm from countryside. Okay. Yeah, uh, beautiful rivers and snow mountains and... Um, yeah, not too many people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. What was it like growing up there for you? Uh, it was like, you know, I summertime, like, like you know, August season, like, I always went to river with mm -hmm. my buddies, yeah. jump, jumping, jumping the river from the rock, big rocks, and the bridges. I've done, like, three bridges before in my hometown. <laughs> um, <clears throat> playing soccer. I nice. mean, a little bit Nintendo as, as just a normal kid. Yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And uh, <clears throat> as you were growing up, were there things, were you always um, an artist at heart? Were you always kind of drawing and doing things? You know, I, no, I don't think so. I, I, I used to, I mean, I loved art classes. Okay. Um, because, you know, when you go to school, it's like, a, you know, history, English, you know. And then some reason, like art class, uh, many times uh, it's like a two, two, what do you mean? Like two um, time slots? Two time slots, yeah. yeah. So art, art. Then yeah. Japanese language or something like that. So I really like that two slots uh, classes, and so I can spend more time and work on whatever I'm drawing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, was it mainly drawing? Were you painting, sculpting? When I was small, mainly painting, um, watercolor, acrylics, a little bit of uh, those um, um, paper clay, okay, sculpture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So then as you were getting older, um, as you got into high school and stuff, was it something you were wanting to pursue or were you kind of pointed in a different no, direction? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. I wasn't even thinking doing art for my business till I was like university student. Okay. I, my, my major was, you know, business and economics. Okay. Till first, uh, you know, um, freshman year. Okay. So yeah, junior high, high school, 
no, I was just playing soccer, uh, playing with my, you know, buddies and hanging out with my girlfriend or whatever. Nice. You know? Yeah. Very cool. Normal did, kids. Yeah. Did you have a, 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 a position you typically played in soccer? Uh, forward, yeah. Forward, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so then, uh, did, you, did you do university? Is that what kind of brought you to the States? Yeah, long story short, um, I wanted to go to university in Japan. Okay. But I failed all exams. Okay. <laughs> so it's really strict, you know about it? Like, you have only one chance a year. Okay. And if you fail, you have to study another year, 12 months, to try again. Wow. They don't give you, like, two or three times, or, like, you know, check your score. I don't know the exact system here, but yeah. in Japan, it's pretty strict. Um, you have to pass, get some kind of scores. Otherwise, you don't get selected by... Uh, Universities, and then okay. I couldn't make any of it. <laughs> that was actually a pretty big uh, memory and kind of bad memory to me. Because yeah. everybody's going to like big cities for like second life after you know, yeah, uh, graduate high school, and I was like, what am I gonna do? You know, uh, wow. But my mom, especially, didn't let me to stay in my house and <laughs> study another year. You know, he, I don't think she trusted me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're done. And she was like, go to U.S. Because uh, she used to actually study abroad. Okay. San Jose or Santa Monica, I forgot. Some, somewhere mm -hmm. West Coast. Yeah. And one of her dreams was like send... I'm, I'm second, second kid with three boys. Okay. She always wanted to send at least one kid, one of her kids to different countries. Okay. So I kind of did that. Yeah. <laughs> so where did that land you? Uh, so Idaho, yeah, your question. Uh, so I went to Idaho because my older brothers, one of his good friends, she, I think she was students there at the time. And she was kind of, you know, like, I grew up with her, so she was like my big sister in my hometown. And she kind of took care of me, took me like Walmart and then buy those like, you know, cheap shampoos and everything uh -huh. the first week. Um, <laughs> and I went to, you know, ESL for like one year. Then enter University of Idaho because it was the program. If you yeah. graduate ESL, you can enter university. So I was like, oh, I can, I can finally enter university. Nice. <laughs> and then I chose business economics okay yeah what was your your plan with your degree no plan, no I, plan. <laughs> I i didn't know what what i wanted to do yeah and because because when i was trying to go to university in japan i you have to pick you have to pick you have to go to a law, uh, law school or um i mean major as a lawyer or business or um art universities you have to pick before the exam okay you can't really change it. If you change it, you have to do another four years in Japan. <laughs> That's kind of like a bad system, I think. Yeah. But here, whatever you enter, and you can always change. Right. You can pick, right? I think it's a better system. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. So, oh, maybe I was going for business. I'm going to be a businessman, right? <laughs> uh, so I just picked that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Nice. So then, did you, you finish your degree? What did you do after you got out of school? Um... So after I changed to art and finished school, okay. I, so you changed to art I changed during after it. freshman, yes. Okay. Because yes. my, my friend told me I look like artist or designer. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that sounds cooler than a business person. No, no offense for business people, but uh, <laughs> because my business, business part is really important. Uh -huh. um, but um, yeah, that's how I changed it and graduate. And I got an internship in Seattle. Okay. A small design company called Modern Dog, which... Changed my life pretty much. Changed my art and design and way of thinking of creativities. Yeah, nice. that was my best experience. Um, even better than school. Yeah. yeah. Like in professional field, like there's no grade. You always have to you know get A's for your yeah. project. You know, yes. professional project. So that, I was there for six years, six, seven, almost seven years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what was it that they did that that taught you so much and grew you? Uh just um, I mean, it was small company, so. My boss, I had two bosses, and then we took, like, lots of different kind of projects. You know, sometimes, you know, logo projects, sometimes music posters, uh, some illustrations for vinyls, like, in anything. So, so there's no time to pick one style or anything or um, develop my own style. You have to kind of work with clients, work with your bosses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I have to be really versatile for different projects and uh, themes or directions or, you know, bosses' uh, feedbacks. So that was really good, I would say, like, practice, you know, professional practice yeah. when I was, like, younger, much younger designer. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And that was all primarily, was that graphic design primarily? Gra graphic design, yeah, more like graphic design company. But that company was really art-based. So I still remember 
uh, first week or two, my boss told me, Shogo, you're using computer too much. Like, work on, you know, pencil and sketchbooks or pens, uh, color pencils, whatever, you know. Yeah. Work on that more. You know? Okay. Yeah, don't jump in the computer too much. Right. Yeah, that was really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So then how did you like moving over to uh, Seattle from, from Idaho? Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, I went to Seattle a couple of times for like shopping or, um, you know, side tours and kind of stuff. Um, and then also I was kind of lazy. It was like the biggest city and the closest from Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to think about like going to New York or, you know, expensive too. Right. Or San Francisco or California area. Um, yeah. So it was like one reason closer and the other reason like it's not too expensive yeah. compared to other you know states and uh, also the evergreen state I, I grew up in countryside yeah so Seattle Washington State's like really beautiful I do like mountain biking snowboarding camping so I was like oh this is perfect yeah yeah, yeah. very cool um, <clears throat> was there ever any intention of moving back to Japan after you graduated or start working uh, no I wasn't thinking about it okay. I wanted to stay and then you know lots of you know, foreign students uh, think about, oh, I'm going to become an English teacher or translator, which is great. But uh, I was thinking, I want to use English as a tool and do something else, something yeah. that I want to enjoy. You know, I want to, you know, maybe be a professional about something, but you use English. And then yeah. I like the culture here and people in Japan work too much to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hard workers, yes. Right. And I, I believe I am too. But I didn't, kind of think about myself to work for Japanese companies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's funny to hear from another com- country that America doesn't work as hard as, or like, you know, typical Americans don't work as hard as the other countries. Because <laughs> like, I, you go anywhere in Europe, they're like, wait, you worked how much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of different ethic, you know, like, right. um, if, you know, like if you want to have three weekends, you know, you can focus on four days, you know. Or you want to be kind of lazy and work and kind of slow for five days and two, you know. I think it's kind of different. Right. Work ethic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. And, and obviously, like, um, there's cultural pieces to all of that. But and, and I don't think there's a wrong way. You know, I've done a lot of work down in Central America and oh, stuff okay. like that. And they don't care at all about time or work. Like, work just flows into everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like when you're at work, you're at work. It's like. Oh, but my buddy stopped by, so I spent eight hours, you know, three hours talking to him, and then I took him to lunch, and then we did this thing, Siesta. and then, yeah, and then they come back, and they're like, oh, yeah, but then they'll work on a Saturday, because they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, the guy asked if I can be on Saturday, so I did, so it's so, just different. Yeah, as long as you finish, product, you know, project, or make <laughs> work done, I think, I think that's fine. Yes, yeah. granted, like there were... That. There were multiple times working in Central America where the work didn't get done because I was like, is this happening? Oh, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. No, like, I'm only here for a week. We need to get done. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow will be good. Yeah. Fine. I guess we'll wait. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So, yeah. That's all right, though. Um, so <clears throat> where did you go after working at the, the, the design company? After design company, um, actually, my plan was, so, you know, it was great, small, smaller design company, so yeah. I could learn art design and business at the same time. But I thought maybe I should have a um, bigger company experience. So I actually applied for um, Starbucks before. Um, I don't think they remember me. <laughs> um, or any other bigger design company, more yeah. like in like downtown Seattle. But uh, yeah, it didn't happen. So okay. I was like, I always wanted to start my own studio. So I just started it in 2012. Okay. Just by myself. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So the name of your studio is Tireman Studio. Uh-huh. Where does that name come from? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that name is, yeah. I was really shy about using my own name. Now I use it in my website. I say, say Shogo Ota. Yeah. Um, because no one knows my studio name <laughs> anyways <laughs> after t- 11 years. Um, but uh, I submitted this uh, collage uh, mixed media piece to local uh, newspaper company called, in Seattle, uh, The Stranger. Okay. Um, they oh, don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't print anymore, only in the digital, which is good mm-hmm. for environment issues and stuff. But uh, they d- decided to use that for cover, cover art for like... Uh, it's like a one week or two weeks, I don't know. Um, 
and I just remember that piece, and, and it's like a, kind of like a Michelin guy, like lots of tires stacking up, and I added like a arms and legs, and <laughs> I called Tire Man. So I was like, oh, okay, Tire Man Studio. <laughs> no reason, no reason, yeah, just that. Yeah. And it just stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So then, um, as you were getting started, how did you start getting clients and stuff like that? How, I was just... I don't even remember. I kind of, you know, shared my, uh, I'm going to start studio by myself in like a Facebook or something. I don't think there's like Instagram back in the day or anything. Mm -hmm. And like, if you guys have any project, small project, I'll do everything, you know? And I remember I was like editing photos sometimes and like a small advertisement, you know, as, um, then, Good thing I never pay for like those uh, paid advertising. Yeah, I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> um, but just word of mouth, I, I just do 100% my best for each project. Yeah, I even thought about maybe I can. Um, I like cooking, so maybe I, I thought I can get a, a weekend kind of restaurant gig or nighttime or something. Yeah, but I was like, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't sound right, you know. Yeah. Um, I should maybe focus on even small project, big project, doesn't matter. Just do your best and so more people know about your piece and they will like your what you do. Um, so I didn't do that and just focus on small piece first. Yeah. Then, I don't know, then now, <laughs> 10, <laughs> no. 11 years later, yeah, I still worry about business and everything. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's always something I think about. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, uh, you've been referred to as as a stylistic chameleon, uh, and your work spans multiple art forms such as canvases uh, and things like that. Different medias too, yeah. yeah. Style wise, yeah. So, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, I think most reason I have different styles and I cannot pick just like one style is I use, I I used to work for this small design company called Modern Dog. You know, they do everything and then interns to bosses to employee senior designers you know we work on one project mm -hmm. and sometimes we change the style or mediums or um way to edit it you know so i kind of enjoy that yeah like i think i get bored <laughs> <laughs> doing kind of like one style over and over and over which is great like I kind of miss that at the same time. I kind of jealous about it because some artists like really strong style yeah. and you can tell right away. Yeah. Um, sometimes I wish I have that. Uh, some people actually tell, told me before they can still tell that's my piece, yeah. which makes me happy too. But at the same time, uh, next project, I was like, I want to do something totally different <laughs> and surprise people, you know. So I enjoy like different tools, art tools, mediums, styles, and then develop little by little based on the clients or project yeah 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 very cool and <clears throat> at this point you there's I, i've seen like your instagram and your different forms and you've done a lot of different styles but you especially on some of your animals and stuff like that a lot of the water life have this very very unique design to them patterns like patterns yeah designs yeah. where do you where does that come from that one, that pattern thing is actually pretty new, maybe in this couple of years. Mm -hmm. I, I used to use that a little bit <clears throat> in different way, but it's still, I think I'm still trying to develop it too. Like trying to, I don't know how, but um, <laughs> develop, develop it somehow yeah. by changing the patterns or colors or shapes or uh, it's all flat now. So I'm thinking maybe I can make it a little bit more depth in it mm -hmm. or uh, try, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But that's kind of new thing that I've been kind of trying to develop. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did, did you draw inspiration from anything or a particular, like, background or anything that uh, kind of developed that? Yeah, yeah. I I use uh, some of the Japanese like, traditional patterns that like okay. you see in, like, a, like a, you know, like Hokusai Ukiyo-e drawings or some kimono wares. And I kind of tweak it or sometimes even mix with other cultures kind of mm -hmm. you know like Africans or Indians or anything you know I, like oh this kind of shape is cool what if I change this to that and mixing with Japanese patterns mm -hmm. so I'm trying to make really interesting uh, patterns out of different cultures and yeah, yeah art yeah, yeah yeah very cool so it might be keep changing <laughs> yeah well and as you when you look around the world or you see different 
art styles from around the world, are you constantly kind of looking at them and seeing like, well, how could I integrate that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I always check lots of lots of uh, designs and art, and I I don't have much time to watch a movie or anything, but uh, <laughs> I can watch movie posters or traders. Uh -huh. um, or my friend's art, or what's around there. I always pay attention what's out there. And, you know, of course, I don't copy, but I was like, oh, that's that's cool idea, you know. Um, maybe I can kind of have that thinking, just like a thinking or methods to for the this part of the next project, or uh, I can develop like that, or, you know. So I always check tons of tons of, yes, art. Yeah. My friend's art, other people's art, and, yeah. Package design sometimes, music posters, everything. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So you've, you've done a lot of, uh, you've done murals, you've done all sorts of different mixed mediums, um, but you've also done some unusual different pr uh, projects as well. What would you say is the most unusual object <laughs> that you've put your stamp on? <laughs> yeah, that was a good question. I have to think <laughs> about it. Uh, I think, uh, so murals, you know, Usually like drywall or bricks or corrugated metal, which is the worst one to me. <laughs> um, but the one project, you know, I'm sorry, it's a big company, Starbucks. Uh, they sent me this rolls of denim, denim fabric. Okay. And they didn't want to just like screen prints on top or paint on top. Uh, they wanted to keep the, you know, those cool denim materials. Yeah. You know, if you cover with paint, you cannot see the paint, uh, denim materials, right? right? So I was like, oh, what if, I, what if I dye it, you know? It's a really punk rock way to think about it, so I <laughs> loved it. <laughs> um, so I, I made, like, maybe five, six different bottles of uh, bleach, like 50% water, 30% water, 20% water. Because if you add too much bleach and right. bleach the denim, it breaks it. it yeah. Right? Yep. So I have to, like, test it to see if I can dye the denim like a perfect way you can still see that design and also you can still see that denim materials yeah so after i got got sick a couple times by inhaling <laughs> you know bleach too much <laughs> i actually figured out and um made these two big pieces and it's still in uh manhattan new york and the starbucks okay yeah so yeah. this was for a store for the store yeah 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 very cool. That was kind of cool experience. I yeah. thought it's kind of like punk rock and <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, <clears throat> this is something I it's, it's a question I've had for artists because artists have their their styles or or at least you you know you're the professional so you have a good idea of what you want to do. Um, but in the same way, when you get a commission piece, people also have their own ideas of what they want it to look like. How do you kind of balance those two things? Great question. Um, <clears throat> commission piece is sometimes a little bit easier to me because, you know, for example, you ask me something, you have already kind of like your vision by looking at my maybe like one or two pieces. Yeah. So I can um, go with the style. I don't have to come up with like three different styles and hey, which one do you like and develop them later or anything, which I do for client base okay. project. But commission piece like that, um, I take your ideas, yes. And then, I mean, similar to the ochre whale idea, you know, how are we going to do like a jump in the front or a backside? Right. Or one ochre or two ochres, you know. Right. Uh, patterns or not, and monotones, colorful, you know. So, yeah, I always respect um, customer, uh, customer, clients, you know, people's request. And yeah. then I always kind of develop it. Yeah. Like a little tweak with me and then kind of maybe safe direction and I always show like, I like to show in like a little funkier direction and maybe something between. Mm -hmm. Then we kind of talk about it and develop. So, yeah. 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 That's very cool. Um, yeah. And, and, and talking of that, um, I didn't mention at the top of the show, but you did the, the painting or the mural for us at the front of our building, which looks awesome. Thank uh, you. And um, we were, we did a movie night the other night and I, I wasn't, I didn't turn around and look, but my wife had mentioned when she got home, she's mm -hmm. like, I don't know if you've seen it at night, but it's amazing looking at night. Oh, is it? It's a different color. It, you know, the, the spotlights are on it, so it really stands out. Nice, um, nice. That's good to know. So it's, yeah, so excited. Um, <laughs> I think it looks amazing. And that was one of the things, though, when, when we were going back and forth, your initial, when you sent the... the, the pencil sketch. Yeah, the sketch yeah. is over. Mm -hmm. I was, in my head, I always think of an orca jumping... Forwards, forwards, yeah, yeah. Thing. And so when he did the backwards, I was like, 
I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and so um, we ended up going with that because yeah. it was more unique. Uh, yeah. Know, a lot of people. It's kind of dynamic look. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, and I love the, the, yeah, just there's a lot of different mixtures of designs within it. Like the waves are um, very yeah. Japanese influenced. It is, it is actually. I actually changed the waves uh, just for that. I've never used that wave before. Okay. Yeah. I have a couple other waves that I use, but um, that one I kind of wanted to try. Like two different colors and little reflections in it. Um, and I ended up, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, I know that like trying to find your like favorite art pieces like very difficult because <laughs> you you know you pour so much into each one but is there one that stands out as like very memorable to you that yeah that is really hard questions <laughs> uh what was i thinking <laughs> um, oh yeah um so this is a, this is another mural this i the mural that i install in edmonds Mm -hmm. in Washington, like, you know, 45 minutes from here, in uh, downtown Edmonds. There are lots of murals out there. It's pretty cool if you just walk around the main area. You can yeah. see lots of lots of really different style, cool murals. And then I, I got one wall right, right by uh, Sankai Sushi um, and uh, another restaurant. Oh, what was that? Uh, Salt and Iron. Okay. Salt and Iron, yeah. So it's actually on Salt and Iron restaurant. Uh, it's um, Aosagi, which means blue heron. Mm -hmm. Uh, really Japanese style, like ukiyo-e old block printing style, because uh, Edmond's sister city is Hekinan City, kind of by my hometown in okay. Tokai area. So um, we decided to use the same bird that exists in both cities. Oh, and cool. Yeah, yeah. So I... Um, there are two small windows, so I didn't want to kind of cut my art. So <laughs> trying to come up with, like, you know, cool shape of the bird still one piece, all connected, and then a little bit wave on the bottom. But anyways, um, that was my first experience that someone, elderly person, uh, stopped by and said, you know, usually people are like, oh, that's cool, good job, you know, have fun. Um, she said, thank you for doing that for our community, you know. That word still kind of, I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing this for community too. You yeah. Know, that kind of, you know, it, it kind of made me think, little bit different way of installing murals or art. Yeah. Because it's not just looking cool or um, badass, you know. That, I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. <laughs> but for some people, you know, that's going to become their memories or, like, a, uh, a part of the community or yeah. streets, you know. So that was kind of memorable, just one comment and uh, project. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um <clears throat> So your art has garnered uh, international claim from, from all over. A um, <laughs> little bit, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how does, um, how do you think your work, why do you think your work resonates with people from, from all walks of life? Because <laughs> I have bigger clients now. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they are awesome. Uh, I mean, it's, it's actually true because I have more chance to show off my art. Yeah. You know, from, especially from like Starbucks, it's, you know, I don't. I understand some people have different opinions about it, but um, to as an artist, that's awesome. Like they yeah. always use my art in different stores. Like in Japan, like my my buddy or friends, family members, even my mom. Oh, Shogo, I found your piece in Starbucks <laughs> in Osaka. Like I, I have no idea where my art goes. You know, yeah. And they take pictures and tag me in Instagram and stuff. Oh, cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah. Kind of international uh, thing. Yes. Yeah. But other other ones, um, I don't know. I just enjoy small to big projects, so it doesn't really matter, like Kameno Island or Japan, you know. Yeah. It's always, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how to think about <laughs> yeah. this question, but yeah. hopefully I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, so speaking of which, like, you have worked with some big groups, Starbucks. Uh, at the top show, we mentioned that you've worked with the Kraken mm -hmm. um, and the Sounders. Mm -hmm. How did those kind of come about? Uh, some of them competitive work, and most of them, I'll say 90, 95% of them are world of mouse. Okay. So if you do even like small work, <clears throat> someone's looking at it. Like first time I, I got the Starbucks gig, it was maybe free show by 11 by 17, digital prints, music posters. And then also like one of my friends um, show my website to Starbucks people because she used to work at headquarters Starbucks. Okay. So someone saw it like, oh, let's uh, ask him to uh, make couple screen printed posters 
and that was my very very first uh, project. But um, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, well, um, just kind of how did those how did, those jobs come about? And it sounds like one of them was yeah. kind of connection, but connection, just showing, and lots of connections. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The other clients, like in the first year, second year, she saw like little maybe brochure or a sandwich board or something, and she really liked it. Yeah, and then. Then let's contact him. Like, where's his business card? It was like a <laughs> boutique or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a skincare, like some place. Yeah. Um, she got my business card and contacted me. And I still work with her okay. after 10 years. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. How did you get involved with the Sounders? Sounders, that was... How did I get... That, I think that was competitive work, too. I have to submit. Okay. Uh, someone introduced that uh, project to me. And hey, uh, we, uh, they are looking for artists to make a, that was a scarf, you know, yeah. a seasonal scarf. And um, I think you'll be a good fit and you can submit your portfolio. And then, oh, okay. And luckily I got selected. So yeah. Yeah, I still do like lots of competitive work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, so obviously you've worked with a lot of big brands already, but mm-hmm. are there certain ones that you are on your bucket list that you really want to be able to work with? Oh, yeah. The company-wise? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I... I always love Filson, uh, Filson clothes. I'm oh yeah, wearing it today. Um, I, um, of course, I, mean, I think all artists, designers want to work with Nike. You know, like you know, I do like lots of two D work. Yep. But uh, I mean, if they ask me like to design some shoes or something, you know, what I go, this is Air Max, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I'll, I'll love to do that. Uh, I like outdoor stuff, so like Patagonia, Arcteryx, you know. Uh, that kind of companies. Yeah. Like a t-shirts, jacket, doesn't matter. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. I'm a huge <laughs> fan. Me and, and a couple of my buddies are like huge outdoor clothing fans. So like one of us is really into Patagonia. I'm really into Arcteryx. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we're just always like, we should, should go down to REI today. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's dangerous spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feels on too, like the big stores in uh, Soto, mm-hmm. like a huge, awesome, awesome store. I can spend like hours there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and uh, like we were working through this with the, with the mural here. You're super busy now. Like you're, at least this summer, you've like exploded in so many different ways. Um, with all of that, how do you kind of uh, recenter yourself and kind of keep your your you know energy and spirit and all that up? Yeah. How do I do that? Yeah, I mean, I think my wife thinks uh, I'm a workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm always always working. Yes. I mean, last night I was staying up till two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a night owl, yep. not a morning person. Okay. Um, but I keep myself like, I, I mean, I, I enjoy too. I mean, some some project or sometimes, you know, definitely stressful. But yeah. the good thing is I'm do, I have been doing something I love to do. So I think it always comes with something you don't like. And then I kind of just <laughs> ask my, uh, tell myself, you know, don't give up, you know, work hard, you know. Uh, and it's always like achievement, like big murals, you know, after. Yeah you finish it that's really good feeling you know such a achievements and then kind of you know step back and then sip beer or coffee and then take a look at it you know yeah that's pretty good moments of it and then that kind of gives me okay let's do something cool again you know something awesome job again and um yeah i guess i guess i just love doing it yeah um that's that thing that's most of the things that i can make myself keep going yeah yeah yeah. And and what is it for you? Do you get to, do you have moments of reflection of looking back or just looking currently and being like, wow, I get to do this for my living? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I yes, yes, um, because I have lots of friends in the bands, for example. So my and then I do like a show posters, right? So I have to <laughs> go out and then <laughs> go to the show and. <laughs> It's part of my job, so that's that's kind of cool. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like you know, Sounders or Krakens, you know, after design's done, they always you know invite me to the those fancy you know private room. Yeah, with like drinks and food and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of little. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad I was staying up till like you know two, three a.m. every day. You know, I can do this just one day. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's price. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> um, 
So uh, then looking ahead, what are some of the uh, future projects that you kind of see on the horizon? I, oh man. like something that I want to do in the horizon, like uh, what's what I think. Yeah, like maybe, maybe both what do you kind of have coming up and mm-hmm. then what are things that you would really like to see in the next, in the future? In the future? Um, I've been doing lots of projects, so I'm hoping just enough amount of projects is coming. With, I love to, you know, work with good projects, with good people. Um, so, but I think I, I was thinking is maybe someday, like in the future, I want to do like, a, like an entire store or a cafe or whatever, restaurant, you know. Yeah. I've done like branding too, but like everything. Start like, to finish? Start to finish. Like even like uh, location or, you know, I've done logos and murals too, but that included... I do interior design or like even pick chairs or tables, you know, wall cutters and murals on top or what kind of mugs, you know, like the entire art direction. Yeah. That would be challenging and fun. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I think you're in the right area for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think if, so. if any city in the world is going to do that, I think somewhere in Seattle <laughs> yeah, will yeah. be up for doing that. Yeah. And I think, I think it's kind of nice to work with one person. Because I do, like, you know, branding, so I do logos to murals. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to deal with, like, you know, four or five different artists to... Because you have to have a consistent look for yeah. one brand or even cafe or startup companies, you know. So I think that's my, you know, little str- strong point about I can take a kind of wide range of project. Yeah. To, for the consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, then, what is it that when it comes to branding... What are the things that you see as the most important piece around that and keeping a company consistent? Yeah, I think um, it really depends on what kind of companies or project I'm working on. Mm-hmm. But uh, for branding, for example, you're yeah. asking, uh, consistency, yes. Yeah. Like you have to see, you, you could tell from the, a mural could be anything these days, the T-shirts and murals, that could be funky. But yeah. like other like logos to menus to... Uh, custom little illustration on the menu kind of stuff you might want to make it a little consistent you know so maybe work with one company or one person will help yeah 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 otherwise you know looks like well someone work on the logo someone work on the uh you know little you know art piece or uh menus you know right you don't see the consistency there so it doesn't look like one store or company right yeah yeah how do you think um for small businesses um what do you see the importance of branding for a small business? Because like small on, business. on national or, or larger businesses, it makes sense, right? Because they're going to be seeing this in Alabama mm-hmm. and in New York and in Seattle or wherever. They can do whatever they want. But, yeah. but for a small business, you know, they're going to have a much smaller impact. So what do you see as the most important things when it comes to branding for a small business? Small business. Uh, I mean, for small business... First thing uh, I will recommend is don't be too cheap about hiring artists or designers. It doesn't have to be me, be me right? Yeah. But, oh, my cousin has Photoshop or Illustrator. Let's ask him. <laughs> or, you know, that's like a worst idea. <laughs> uh, or like, oh, this is 99logo.com. You know, yes. there's actually one uh, client. Uh, they did that. I, you might be actually called 99logo.com. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's a 99designs.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we didn't get what we wanted to. Yes, because you get what you pay for, <laughs> for design world or art world. So they asked me to do uh, uh, menus and logos and, you know, no, no, I'm not being cocky about it, but they're really happy yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm like, yes, I, I hope so because I have, I hope I have enough experience better than 99designs.com. Right. So for small business, yes. I... It's like your investment. Yeah. So if you uh, be cheap about it, your business will be cheap too. Yeah. Yeah. So it might be a little hurt a little bit in the beginning, but maybe find like a good artist, you know, have good enough experience, something you like. And then if, even if it's a little bit expensive, I think you should go for it for your business because your business won't just, you're not thinking like one year business, right? Right. Mostly five, ten at least. Yeah. So kind of think about investment. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. How would you tell, um, for small businesses then, 
what about rebranding? What do you think is the importance of it? And do you think it's worth it for that investment? If say they did kind of start on a shoestring, they kind of did the 99 designs here mm. and they did the like the friend over here. Yeah. And so they got this hodgepodge. I mean, <laughs> if, like, ah! that, yeah, I mean, that point, if you're ready for re redesign, just don't even think about old designs. Just, for example, if, if you decided to work with me, yeah. I'll be like, let's start over. Like, yeah. I mean, start over. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to keep using like one animal or something, like an object or plants that you are really connected to, like yeah. this is from my uh, childhood with my grandma or something. Right. Yes. Yes, of course we can use that. But if you don't have strong connection to um, whatever you're using right now, currently, and then you're ready to change, change it. Yeah. 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 And then a little bit, maybe you might have to end up paying a little bit more because you might want to hire designers or a company or um, freelancers. Um, yeah, kind of get ready for that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. the finance-wise. Finance right. Um, and don't be, I guess, uh, scared of changing. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise, it kind of like looks similar and your business similar and then people don't see the difference and then it doesn't look like you refreshed it. It doesn't I look see. like a new business. Or, yeah. 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 So you're, you're kind of getting at like, don't just try and like tweak half heart it. Yeah, yeah tweak yeah, it. Like yeah. don't just try and like make it better. Mm -hmm. Blow it all up because then it's a it impact like yeah. We've done fresh something. new look. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll say so. Depends on the business again, but if you're ready to change, just change. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um yeah, one of the things my my brother-in-law is uh he's an English major, um but he actually owns my the the coffee roaster company which is, you know, kind of like our sister company. Okay. We're technically separate companies, but like people don't know that. <laughs> people think of us as one company. Um, but one of his things he's always impl um, uh, implored on to me was like fonts are so important. He's like, stop oh. changing fonts. <laughs> and like, if you have a font, um, and he, it was funny because we were driving down the other day and he sees this like this over archway of something and he's like, that thing looks like it's a, what did he say? I know. He's like, it looks like a, a thing to a construction yard or something like. He's like, and it's the font. What were they thinking with that font? I, I get that too. Yes. I, I mean, I'm a trained graphic designer for like seven years. So fonts, like, you know, people always make fun of that. What is it? Like a papyrus? Like those <laughs> fonts. Or and Comic Sans? Comic Sans. Yeah, yeah. Those like, you know, I would like, why? <laughs> I mean, fonts are important for branding. Yes. Yeah. I mean, big companies definitely has, you know, font families. And yeah. I cannot use besides their fonts, you know, yeah. which is fine because mostly art is the main and a little information is their branding fonts. But yeah, I mean, if you don't know how to pick fonts, I mean, it's good time to hire some designers too. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So um, looking ahead, what are some of the big projects that you have on the horizon? Horizon, um, I have been working with Starbucks Japan. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going there, business trip, one of my best, you know, business trip because you can go internationally. <laughs> Everything will be paid. Uh, that'll be happening next year. Oh, and cool. uh, I, um, this is kind of new thing. Uh, mural competition, we were just talking about it. Uh, yeah. This weekend in Bellingham, it's called Noisy Water Mural Fest. Okay. Start from Friday till Sunday. Um, so eight of us and other mirrorists doing like different things, but uh, eight of us are competing on the stage. We're going to start uh, Friday morning and finish by Sunday yeah. and we're going to have a first, second, third place and uh, some commissioned uh, mural gig is coming too Very if cool. you win or something yeah, yeah. 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 Is it, and is that put on by the uh, city of Bellingham? I think so city of Bellingham and other organization too like art committee mm -hmm. or yeah yeah nice and then, uh, yeah I have, I've been thinking of like 15, 20 <laughs> projects, so <laughs> I don't, I don't remember everything. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, just locally, you you did the the SCAC Mobile Art Center. Yes. Um, and you're do you've done work uh, locally, even in this complex as well. You've done work uh, over at Primal, the new Primal barbecue, barbecue restaurant. Yeah, that's a new mural inside, and then same owner owns the tap, um, you know, next door. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a big mural in Mill Creek. And uh, now we might we might do the other location in um, uh, where was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other location. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. might do the outside one. Okay. And um, I'm yeah. I have like maybe eight, ten 
murals coming by next year or two years. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of meetings. And I'm working with City of Seattle right now uh, for the new Fisherman, Fisherman's Terminal okay. by Barad Bridge. That'll be pretty giant mural. That, that'll be next year. But, okay. Do you think uh, that'll be your biggest mural you've ever done? That one might be the biggest, yes. The biggest right now is in Soto. Okay. Uh, right by the east side of West Seattle Bridge. Okay. On the warehouse. It's about 100, 120 foot wide. Wow. It's a big <laughs> chameleon piece. That might be the biggest. Um, Very it, cool. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, cool. And, and how long do you say, like a mural project typically takes you? I mean, I guess it varies on the size, but like your general... General time. Uh, so the, the Oka one, yep. I did it in three days. Yep. So that's like, uh, what, 15 by 10 or something like that? No, 10 by 10? By 10, 10 by... 12 by 12? Yeah, somewhere around yeah, there, yeah. yeah. So that size up to maybe 15 by 10, something like that. Three, four days, if I can access like in, from the morning to nighttime. Yeah. Like no limits or anything. I can do three to four, five days. Um, I spent nine days with my assistant um, in uh, Indianapolis. Okay. Um, that was a couple of years ago. That was 50 by 40 or something like that. Wow. With nine, nine colors, <laughs> eight or nine colors, two of us, nine days straight. Wow. Like we went back after dinner too, like every day. Oh my word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then that's, that's pretty giant, colorful piece. So, I wanted to check. That's it out. probably yeah. your biggest, like, yeah, biggest and the most spent most, most time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Nine days straight is pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's got to be well, because like you're physically like you're going up, you're going down. Yes. And your your hand like I, I shoulder. Like, oh, shoulder. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Shoulder and neck. Yeah. I, I go like massage and uh, acupuncture sometimes. Yep. Otherwise, my back is gonna explode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I like to end every podcast with some rapid fire questions. So the first one is what purchase of a hundred dollars <laughs> or less have you enjoyed the most in the last three months? That was really hard. I have to think about it. So it was this maybe. This keychain. Like it's called a masterpiece. I think I I think made it in Japan. I okay. did it and then they had it in East Coast somewhere like New York uh, shop. Um, masterpiece and it has really cool, like, blast kind of, you know, lock parts and really strong leather. Yeah. And I can organize my keys. And um, this Ridge key case is actually th- thinking about it, too. Oh, nice. Uh, I've been working with them right now. So they sent me a bunch of those. Yeah. Uh, so those set is, like, I like organizing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the 100. I'll pick this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very cool. And I, uh, I've got one of the key smarts, which is similar to the mm-hmm. Ridge key chain. And it just makes such a difference because I used to run around with so many keys and you oh, pull it too. out of your pocket and you're like, I, how the heck am I supposed to get to the key I need? But now it's like I kind of you once you get used to it, mm-hmm. you can in your pocket feel the right key and you can flick it out and you're like, OK, cool. I'm ready. To yeah. Go. Yeah. It, it makes it so much nicer. You need like actually like maybe three keys. Yeah. But people usually have like a 15. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so who do you consider the most influential person outside of your family in your life? Yeah, good question. Um, so I'm an artist and designer. So for my job, you know, I will say uh, people, Mike and Robin from uh, Modern Dog. They're mm-hmm. the two bosses, Mike, Michael Strasberger and uh, Robin Ray. They're my first, last uh, ever, my design art studios boss for like six, seven years. Yeah. And before that, I was a student, but they're like, you know, my boss, my... Uh, teachers um, and taught me business and art yeah. uh, at the same time. So I, if I didn't work for them, I don't think I'm doing this or I, I'm not even even here. Yeah. They support me my uh, working visa for like six years and support me for when I started my own business. So Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. And and I, that, that piece that you mentioned there, the art and business side, we work, we've worked with so many artists in the past who have the art side, mm-hmm. but zero understanding of the business side. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to sell stuff for them, uh-huh. and yet they can't get you whatever it is uh-huh. so you can do that. And you're like, yeah. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> yes. I mean, most, I don't say most, but lots of artists, designers, I mean, they're good ones. Don't know how to do business or even like, you know, I think it's important to have a 
kind of fun, be, become a fun person, like a yeah. real personality, and it makes you think, oh, I'm going to work with you again. You yes. Know? Not just because your work. Your work has to be good, yes. That's like a bottom line uh, requirement to me. But yeah. also, you're good with business, good with, you know, good mannerism, good yeah. uh, fun person to hang out, you know. That's, that's also a really important thing as our yeah. as an artist these days. For yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. This is a fill in the blank question. Uh, I know this is weird, but I've always <laughs> wanted to blank. Yeah. You know, I just told you, like, I wasn't sure what I wanted to be, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I was till I was like 20s, you know. But I mean, when I was little, I wanted to become a soccer player or baseball player. Yeah. Um, and uh, when I was high school, I, I used to walk or well, my uncle uh, used to come to my house and, hey, Joe, what do you want to do? You know, what are you going to become? I was like, I don't know. Like, oh, you're good at talking and uh, you should become a lawyer. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, lawyer, huh? Uh, so, I mean, I thought about it, but not like always wanted to be. <laughs> but yeah. um, after I failed my college, before I came to U.S., I was actually thinking um, hairstylist. Okay. Because I'm pretty good at like kind of hand work thing. Yeah. And... I was like, oh, and I used to cut my uh, friend's hair or mom's hair. Yeah. They sometimes die. And I was like, oh, maybe that could be my, my job. And I kind of told my mom and she was like, no, you are not becoming a <laughs> hairstylist. <laughs> you are going to U.S. and then study language and culture. Yeah. You're still young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I really appreciate my mom kind of pushed me. Yeah. Yeah. For that. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, who's an interesting or fascinating person that I should interview next? Yeah. Um, so... He is a artist, local artist in CAA, uh, Kameno Art Associations, mm-hmm. John Linger, Ringen, Ringen. Okay. I don't know how to read But he is 95 years old. I went to his reception, art, uh, birthday party and art reception uh, a couple months ago. He still does art. Wow. And open like, you know, art shows. Um, I don't know if we can do interview here. Yeah. But I was talking to him like good like ten minutes, and yeah. he told me like when he was you know younger, you know I did this and that, and it was really really cool stories that he had. Yeah. But if not, uh, my buddy, he's in Seattle, but um, Victor Melendez, uh, good friend of mine, Mexican buddy, um, we've done three four murals together, like a collaboration piece. Okay. Um, not sure if he can come over here sooner or later, but. Um, he has distinct style that sometimes I'm jealous about. And then, um, <laughs> yeah, cool guy. We, I actually went to his hometown, Mexico City, yeah. uh, for this uh, Corona Music Fest. And we had a booth and then sell, sold our um, screen print posters and stay at his uh, brother's house in Mexico City. Okay. And um, so, yeah, it will be kind of interesting guy to interview. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. All right. And lastly, what piece of advice would you give your 20-year-old self? <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about it. It's kind of a little sad, but uh, I will say, if I can see myself in 20s, I will say, like, bring your first kid, kid, like, first one, or second one, doesn't matter. Well, first one is better, to Japan, to meet my grandma and uncle, because they are already passed, and then mm-hmm. they, have, they didn't have a chance to meet any of my grandkids, well, their grand, my grandma's grandkids. Yeah. So I will say that. <laughs> like go right away. Meet, yeah, go right away. Yeah. Because yeah. I was just starting my uh, business and my wife has to take care of babies. So international flight, like going to Japan, 10 hours flight. Right. I mean, from my house, Kameno to my house in Japan, 25 hours maybe. Yeah. <laughs> With a little baby. Yeah. It would be hard, but I, if I could meet myself, yes, I yeah. would say that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> Try not to make it become a sad story, but uh, that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, and I think that's really important. Um, you know, we, we don't, none of us know, our, you know, timing happen. or any of that. Yeah. Uh, my, my mom last year had a stroke uh, in March, and so mm-hmm. she's now living in a home. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you always have these, these things of, like, things happen, and then yeah. you have to deal with the, the new reality that uh-huh. you live in. Um, but you don't, uh, you can't go backwards. You can't, oh, I should have spent more time or I should have done this. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you know, it, it, spend time with your loved ones now. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's the important thing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, be, be happy for every moment uh-huh. you get. Very cool. <laughs> and, uh, and, and finally, um, where can listeners, listeners find you? Uh... You, they can find me, I mean, of course, Kameno Island on the beach sometimes, summertime, <laughs> or uh, I like snowboarding, so I always go to Mount Baker, yeah. Stevens, mostly Mount Baker, um, 
and I do downhill mountain biking, so local mountains, even like Little Mountain in uh, Mount Vernon. Oh, nice. Um, sometimes, or um, Bellingham, you know, um, what's the two big mountain uh, bike trail, trails there? Uh, oh, Go- yes. Gorbis. Gorbis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or um, I always go to Orca Island for mountain biking trip with my okay. buddies. So in Mount Constitution, that area, you might find me. <laughs> or Fearson Store. Patagonia store. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or breweries. I yeah. Don't know. We yeah. should we should plan an REI trip. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta bring my bank. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Where can people find you online? Online, uh, my website, timeandstudio.com. Uh, also uh, Instagram. I, I put my like a sketches or you know, work in progress kind of photos, my family photos sometimes. Mostly like kind of random art pieces uh, when I'm working on. So it's a at showgozilla.com. Ah, uh, no, at showgozilla. Okay. Instagram. Yep. Awesome. Very cool. And we'll have that linked in the show notes below. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank today. you. Yeah. And Islanders, I will talk to you on the next one. Well, a big thank you to Shogo Oda for joining me on the podcast today. And thank you for listening. If you haven't already, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps us be found by other Islanders like yourself. And for more information on this episode, you can go to CaminoCommons.com slash podcast. Uh, Thanks for listening and see you next time.